I'm Felina. And I'm Summer. And you are listening to Broke and Broken. <laughs> because we're both. The podcast about living your best life by getting real. What's up, broken people? This is Felina. And this is Summer. And it's been a minute since we've both been together <laughs> on the air. Um, we've been yeah, at the beach. Both, <laughs> yeah, we've been on vacations and, and just taking a break from the day-to-day grind. So we're just going to give you live updates today. So where did you go, Felina? Uh, I took my daughter to Florida Vallarta for her 10th birthday, a little early birthday present, and it was really magical, and uh, she was so brave. I'm so proud of her. I'm going to, like, brag about my kid for a minute, because, like, it's really important to me that I teach her to be brave, mm-hmm. and because the is looking harsh and terrible, and, and she's so sensitive. She's got this sweetheart. And, you know, she gets scared real easy. And so I have to teach her to face her fears and be brave. Because to be brave is to be afraid and do it anyway. Right. And so I really focus on teaching her that because she is so timid. And so we went uh, to Puerto Vallarta and we did, she did so many new things that she had never done before. She, uh, <laughs> the coolest of all of them, I'll I'll just go ahead and give that away. We went zip lining oh, cool. through through the mountains in uh, Puerto Vallarta. We did ten zip lines and wow. uh, did those uh, through jungle, way up high from one mountain top to another mountain top. And so we were terrified when we first got up there. I was fucking scared, right? <laughs> and it was sweaty and uncomfortable, and you know just all those things, and we couldn't understand the instructions because they were all in Spanish and his English was really poor and But we did it, and she did it, and she loved it. I was just so proud of her. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it really, really was. Uh, I mean, it was her idea, and she got there, and she didn't know she could do it, but then she did it, but she pulled it together and did it, and I'm so proud of her. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but she also she could have her fun in the ocean. She got from the ocean. Yeah, so we went to this remote part of uh, the area south of Puerto Vallarta called Yalapa. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have like a, a real hike up to a waterfall that has a lagoon at the bottom of it. And the water, you know, it looks dirty because the sand on the bottom of the lagoon was brown and whatever. But it's really clear uh, once you get in. But she was so scared. Um, but, you know, nice, cool mountain water dripping mm-hmm. from falling from the mountains and so it's so hot the water feels so good and uh she was scared at first but then she got in and then she didn't want to get out and <laughs> yeah it was just it's facing good. lots of fears and doing new things and it was a really great experience but i am fucking exhausted oh i'm sure uh, <laughs> you know like when i go on vacations like that by myself or with a girlfriend like i chill out <laughs> right and there was no chilling out, you know, she's a kid, she wants to be entertained and do stuff all the time, so, like, the one day we just, like, chilled at the resort, we still, you know, real active, like, we're in the pool and swimming around and playing games and stuff, so, I mean, it was a lot, but it was so much fun, I don't think she'll ever forget it. Oh, I'm sure. That's great. Yeah, where did you go? You recently went on vacation. I did. Right? Um, just got back from Florida. Um, so this is my first time. Uh, it was also my first time in the ocean. 
<laughs> so um, we, oh. right. So we stopped on the way out there, and so I got to you know see the Gulf for the first time, and then we ended up in Cape Canaveral um, because my friend Annie, who's been a guest, a repeat guest on um, Broken Broken, actually, she had a convention that she was going to down there, and so she invited me to jump in for the road trip. So. You know, I got to go into the Atlantic, and I got to see dolphins and manatees, um, so that was fun, and I've been obsessed with both the dolphins and manatees since I was, like, three or four. Um, uh-huh. A family member gave me a book. I, I vividly remember, I don't remember much else about the book, but I vividly remember the one page, it was about baby animals, okay, and it had all these illustrations about, you know, with baby animals with their mothers. And I, my favorite page on that book when I was like three <laughs> was the aquatic mammals. And so I Aww. loved the, the manatees and the dolphins. And so I've been like low-key obsessed with them for <laughs> since. So don't think the books that you buy for your kids make no impression. <laughs> it really does. So that was a lot of fun. And then we, uh, so we were out there. We were gone for almost a week because we did the road trip. We drove all the way out there and drove all the way back. So, um got to have fun just me and her and a friend of hers and her friend's um 17 year old niece so it was just a little girl's trip um with no kids which i never do it's this is really the only only the second vacation i've ever had in my life so it was pretty big deal (laughs) in my world but yeah that's awesome that's great I did have a meltdown the, uh, the day before we left because I was packing and I tried on a bathing suit for the first time in three years. <laughs> and it, honestly, objectively, it was not bad. Like the thing still fit me. It was not bad. But I was hormonal because I had PMS and I was in my feelings and I was already in my feelings about because I had... um had a friend visit me uh, just the week before and there had been an issue like where I had put on lingerie that he had asked me because he had specifically asked me to do that and then he fucking ignored me yeah so uh, no we've actually not had a conversation about this still to this day because (laughs) it's Oh, no. well, can I tell them to fuck off right now so you can listen to this? Uh, you, go ahead if you want. <laughs> Dude, don't fucking do that to women. Right. Like, that's not cool. That's gaslighting in a, in a sense, you know? You, you're, you're sending the message that you don't appreciate the way you look, that you requested it. That's fucked up. Right. Fuck you, don't do that. Right. Apologize. <laughs> And I'm just like, I don't want to, right? I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, if you don't want me, I don't want it. And you need to, you know, and you can go, which, you know, I mean. You don't need that shit. You don't need that shit. <laughs> so, now, every man, so, you're willing to get naked in front of a man, he can worship the ground you walk on. Right? <laughs> so, I, you know, so anyhow, that was my headspace. So I was already upset. And so I had a little mini breakdown. And I, but it was okay, like you know, because I can t- I know when I'm th- being irrational and ridiculous. <laughs> so right, I wasn't yeah. like devastated or anything. But I went on Twitter, and I know a lot of our my, our listeners follow me on Twitter, <laughs> so they they may have seen that meltdown. <laughs> because <laughs> because what happened was I just you know I joke about things like when I'm upset 
about something, I make, I joke about it. You know, that's just how I deal with stuff. So I went on and I said something about, my tweet was something like, you know, um, tell me something happy or good news that's going on with you, you know, because I'm in a weird space because, you know, I just tried on my bathing suit and I'm not, and it didn't go well. Okay, it was just like a little sideways joke. I did not ask for fucking advice, but apparently people can't resist. And they start. Okay, so what they have to say? Oh God, they're doing the whole platitudes about it's what's on the inside, and I'm like, first of all, fuck you, because that is not helpful. Secondly, I didn't ask for advice; I asked for a distraction. So if you can't give me that, don't talk to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> that oh, yeah, the that, I I did go. I I considered after I felt better. Uh deleting the thread but I decided to leave it up there but because I was rather rude to people <laughs> and yes. I am not sorry because y'all were out of line <laughs> no. but some Whatever. people were nice and did give me like happy things you know stuff that good stuff that was happening in their lives or animal memes which are always good but <laughs> yeah I mean whatever but I think uh, it is important to understand when people say you know if when people are have struggling or they're going through a difficult time if they are not asking for advice don't give it to them like that's yeah, just I mean, a general rule just don't support is, yeah, support is way better than advice exactly yeah. and one person did say something and i think they were well intentioned but they were like yeah but just think if you start exercising now and and eating better you can change that and that was the one i was really rude to and because I'm like, well, first of all, why are you assuming that I, right, because I'm like, first of all, why are you assuming that I need or want to lose weight? Like, it's not a weight issue. Right, which, I mean, I know what my issue is. My issue is I am heavier than I want to be, but I can't lose down to where I want to be because my immune system stops working. So I'm heavier because I'm healthier at this weight. But that doesn't make me not get pissed off about the fact that, about the lack of the loss of control there, right? Because I would like to be at the weight I like how I look. Right. You know. Well, <laughs> you know, it's more important to be healthy, and I think that's the message. And then, yeah. you know, it's annoying that someone like just assumes that because you're heavier, you're unhealthy. Like, that's a fallacy. You can be skinny fat. Yeah. You can be, you know, fat and, and strong. And I really think that the, that idea of just equating um, being thin with health is really damaging a lot of people's health. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's such a given that that's, like, not a good adage to adhere to, but, you know, people still do it, right. obviously. This girl who's close with that. So maybe your strong reaction, uh, you like how I say Maybe something positive can come from my breakdown. <laughs> I think something positive comes from everything that happens. I hope so. And that's one thing that I did say. I'm like, you know, we are allowed to not always like everything that's going on in our life or or with ourselves. It doesn't mean yeah, like I mean, 
And that's okay. That's a normal, healthy thing. I'm not being self-harming. I'm not, like, you know, doing, you know. Listen, you're having a bad day. You want some, like, you know, funny memes. Right. Like, right, yeah. That's okay. I, I, I just, that's I fine. feel like it's become such a common thing of the positive thinking where you're never allowed to express dissatisfaction with anything. And I feel, that's I feel like that's equally damaging. Oh, yeah, that's totally unrealistic. I mean, yeah, you can still love your life and have a bad day. Like, right. You're allowed to have bad days. We're all going to, because that's just how life works. You'll have bad hair days, you'll have bad emotional days, bad days when we feel fat and uncomfortable in our skin. Right. You know. And it's okay to talk about that and find your people that'll be supportive of that. I'm not super happy with where I'm at right now. I've been eating like shit. My stomach hurts all the time. Oh. I know I need to get healthy. Right. You know, um, I know what I need to do, but I'm going to bitch about feeling shitty. You know, like I don't want somebody coming at me and telling me, well, you should really fast for a week or something. You know, like, well, fuck off. Like, I know what I need to do, but I'm just having a bad day. Right. I feel good right now. And I want to think about it just a little. Right. And that's okay. It's <laughs> it's hel- it's helpful sometimes to just, you know, release a little bit out of that pressure valve. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, what's absolutely. new with you? You're starting um, a new job, right? Yeah, so one day I will be starting my new job as a cannabis attorney. Exciting! Uh, I'm so excited. I have never been this excited to start a new job in my entire life. Oh, I'm so happy this for you. So exciting. so exciting. Already sending emails about, like, I really, I realized, uh, you know, I did advertising and public relations before I went to Right. And I realized how much I missed the social aspect of, of that. Oh. And okay. the interaction with clients, networking, like, I'm so good at all of that. Mm-hmm. And I Yeah. So it, it just feels good to get, you know, 
hard work paying off and feeling like I'm having some level of success in my my career, uh, you know, and doing something that I enjoy and care about. Like, right, something I that's like, meaningful to you because this has been yeah, such like, an important thing for you. Yeah, I mean, I just, that has always been the goal and it's taken a while to like kind of figure out what that would be, but I don't know, like, I'm a cannabis attorney and I'm a musician and a single mom and I feel like a badass most of the time and, you know, sure I have my problems, but like, I am a cool shit. I'm a cool chick. I've worked really hard. Like, so yeah, I'm going to celebrate myself. Like, I'm fucking happy. That's great. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, our last episode, I was reflecting upon, you know, the loss of my mother, uh, you know, found that letter from her and, uh, you know, that stuff was so heavy and hard and I went through it and I just, Mm -hmm. I've grown so much and, uh, yeah, like I think that the good things happening to me in my life, it's not just karma, it's also about, I mean, I guess you could call it just karma, but, you know, it's, I think a lot of it is just me changing and growing from those experiences, and now I'm like bringing in like good energy into my life, uh, you know, as a result of those experiences, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't mean to like, rub my good portion in anyone's face by any means because um, I think sometimes we don't celebrate ourselves or at least I have held back from celebrating myself sometimes because I never want to make anybody else feel bad oh right same now, <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, yeah. right now I'm just going to enjoy this little, this little victory in, in my life and where I'm at because I'm you real should. you really should And but yeah I don't I, I don't know what, why do you, do you think that's just social conditioning, especially with women? Because I don't see a lot of men who feel guilty about celebrating their achievements, but a lot of I the women I, I know struggle with that. Well, I know plenty of women who also have like no issue celebrating how awesome they are either, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's un- unwarranted. And I think right. those women have left a bad taste in my mouth. That's you know fair. That's fair. But do you think maybe it's part of that people-pleasing thing and maybe people who are people-pleasers tend to do it less or something? I don't know. Oh, like, I just know how, well, you know what? I think when I've been on the other end of it where, you know, things weren't going great for me Mm -hmm. and they're going super great for someone I know and they, like, you know, celebrated their victory in front of me, it was it was my own fault for feeling insecure or jealous or whatever I felt that, you know, didn't, you know, mm-hmm. allow me to, like, share in their joy. Right. Um, and, uh, but I guess at the same time, I'm like, anybody who's struggling like that, like, I just didn't feel that way because I had so much of my own shit going on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just wouldn't ever want anybody who's in a different place in their life than me in mm-hmm. their journey and their growth to feel bad about where they're at because it's, you know just because I'm sitting here celebrating this like win and positive place that I'm at you know I have been through so many dark places too mm-hmm. um, right um, it's important to remember anytime you see somebody succeeding and doing well in their life you don't know what else they've been through to get there That's you know true. yeah I mean I've been thinking about that because I don't know if you saw the post because it was went up while you were out of the country um 
but a pair of my earrings, this art piece that I made, uh, is just been taken into a collection in the Smithsonian. Oh, wow, that's awesome. I didn't see that. And, and this has been in the works for quite a while now, but I finally, they've been shipped there now, and they've received them, and I finally signed the contracts and everything. And, um, or awesome. it's, it's technically a deed because I had to sign over ownership to them. Um, and which nobody cares except for the legal people who are listening. But, right. um, and, but I did, I felt really weird about posting it for some reason, because I felt like if somebody, you know, I guess because I know artists who have worked so much harder than me and for so much longer, I felt, you know, I, I felt a little weird. Like, am I, you know, going to make them feel some way? And I don't know why that is. Yeah. You know, I, I'm a musician and obviously I've got the day job as an attorney. And, you know, sometimes I feel a little bit bad when I have a success musically or, Mm-hmm. You know, not a good paying gig or whatever. Um, but at the same time, like, art in general is not just about the end result of mm-hmm. what you've created. People are interested in the artists themselves. And I think you and I are both interested in people in general. So, True. Uh, you know, it's not just about, I mean, it's, it's who made it, you mm-hmm. know. Right, and they like the story behind it. That that's why she wanted in in there because it's in a I don't have it in front of me the exact name of the um, collection, but it's basically political and social history sort of thing. Um, but that's why yeah. she wanted them because I made them. I originally wore them when I um, accepted the human rights award you know from the city of Norman um, in 2016 and I've worn them all over the place all over Oklahoma you know because I go and I do these speaking engagements or I'll go to these events um, for missing and murdered indigenous women you know to raise awareness and um, so the colors are you know are related to that and they became quite a they're very striking and dramatic and so they would start conversations and kind of became a catalyst for a lot of awareness with regards to that issue. And so that's why she wanted them. It wasn't like, you know, oh, my art's that wonderful. <laughs> Although they are quite nice looking. It was really, you know, more about the backstory behind them. So. Yeah, but that's what makes it, you know, great art as well. Again, right. it's about art tells stories, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Totally celebrate that. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's kind of exciting. So, so it, look at us having like great days and, and happy things and happy news because there's been plenty of times that we've been uh, on this show and been <laughs> sad or distraught or recounted trauma or oh, yeah. whatever. I was literally broken from... <laughs> walking too much after my car got repoed (laughs) you remember that yeah yeah that was like what six months ago that was not long ago (laughs) yeah so I think it's really good that we have these updates just to like remind people and remind ourselves that uh you know good stuff is always around the corner um you know and we're all just kind of laughing and struggling at you know laughing at our struggles along the way as best we can and you know just hang on tight it'll turn around no matter what it is it's it's a nice reminder 
uh, you know, I think it's good. We share the good stuff too. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it is and, important to remember if you keep going, these things can change and things can get better. Yeah. 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 Definitely don't want to, you know, ever convey a defeatist attitude. Uh, and I don't think we do uh, at all. No. Um, but it's just nice to see and hear about these real, real life victories happening to us, uh, two ladies who are, uh, you know, all unique, all different than the average uh, attorney slash lady in general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a weirdo. I'm a little different. I'm a little unique. It's fine. It's I like fine. myself. It's fine. I, Weird is good, I think. Yeah, well, finding and owning your weirdness is good. You know, it takes a minute to figure out who you are. And I don't know, like, getting comfortable with your own weirdness, your own uniqueness, is kind of, like, it's really liberating, and I think it draws people to me. Like, you know, the yeah. more I am accepting of myself, the more others are, too. And in turn, I end up having, you know, lots of great opportunities and people drawn to me and attracted to me because I am comfortable in my own skin. And I think people who are that comfortable with themselves are also tend to be less judgmental. Yeah. Uh, yeah because you're more open, have... and and I think that draws people as well because they don't have sure. to have that fear of you know is this person going to judge me harshly or you know be yeah now you know I've always been told that I've never that I'm not judgmental and I've known that about myself because it's just it's judging others for their choices has never been something that I felt like was an appropriate reaction to mm -hmm. any news that I received. Like, that's just not a natural response for me. Right. Uh, I never behaved that way. Uh, I never have. So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, you know, and I, I have to credit some of that to my mom because, uh, you know, she uh, you know, reminded me every day of my life uh, to, um, you know, that I was wonderful and perfect and amazing and how much she loved me. Like, I grew up knowing how much I was loved and how special I was and how unique I was and how I could do anything in the world. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, not everybody gets that message. It doesn't sink in, unfortunately. That's true. Um, but I tell Sophia that all the time and, like, she's kind of got a little cocky attitude that I'm totally okay with. Because, uh, <laughs> like, sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes I'll be like, did you know that you are so wonderful? Or did you know that you're so kind or beautiful or smart or whatever? And she's like, yeah, I know. You tell me every day. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like, you know, somebody will say that she's cute. Like, I know. Like, <laughs> and I kind of love it. I'm like, yeah, go girl. Like, and, and that girl's got some leadership skills. Awesome. I don't like it when people call her bossy because I'm like, girl is organized. Like right. she, she is the big picture. She's got strategy down. Like Those are... if there's a, a thing to plan, like Sophia's like, okay, well, you do this and you do that. Like she just automatically fits into that leadership role. That's and, important life skills right there. Right on. And that, that needs to be called leadership skills in yeah. girls and not bossy. Right. That, Absolutely. You know, that's very natural. And I mean, sometimes I have to rein her in. I'm like, hey, Sophia, maybe you don't need to play all the games you want to play. Like, let's listen to. And part of being a good leader is also listening to, you know, the other people you're with and letting, you know, taking in their ideas and, and creating compromises. Right. 
Oh, I had to, uh, I had to talk to my 16-year-old the other day about, uh, even though you're right, <laughs> you still have to, uh, be careful how you say that to people. <laughs> yeah. Because what yeah. happened was he, him and his little girlfriend broke up, apparently. Only he didn't tell me until I had already invited her to an event, because that's what we've been doing for months, and I'm like, okay. So we have to work on our communication, too. <laughs> But apparently she had asked him something about along the lines of, you know, if he wants to marry her and be with her forever and have babies and all of this. Fortunately, he's smart enough to know um, they're 16. Why on earth are they even think? you know, would they even be thinking about that? And I'm very proud of him for that. And he told her that. And I'm very proud of him for telling her instead of um, lying to her and telling her what she wanted to hear so that he could, you know, keep keeper like a lot of guys would have where i had to correct him was his response to her was that's stupid why would we be even be talking about this at 16 yeah that maybe like, wasn't so nice i'm like that say. was not i'm like you, we gotta work on some tact here that was like i'm not saying you're wrong like you're right y'all shouldn't be worth thinking about that but poor kid got it from me so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but i am proud of him for be, for First of all, making a good decision, and secondly, handling it with integrity and not lying to her and, you know, telling her what she wanted to hear just so she'd stay around. Right. So, we'll see if they stay apart or not. You know how teenagers are. Who knows? Yeah. Well, uh, we're hearing about your son's love life, but how's yours? We're updating our lives, so... Well, I mean, like, like I told you, I had a friend come stay for a couple weeks, um... That went mostly okay, except for that little hiccup. Um, so that's nice. Um, I'm not really... I, it's pretty... Uh, pretty uneventful right now. Um, most of the guys that I was involved with are kind of faded out, and I haven't replaced them. So I guess I need to do that at some point, because I'm going to need to get some. <laughs> I mean... You know, they're not always necessary. I have been on a break from men for a while, it seems like. Uh, I kind of had a little rendezvous with someone recently, but it was, you know, nobody I would actually consider dating. Um, But I actually have kind of gotten to the point, I think it was because when I went on vacation with Sophia, I was, it's a little lonely. Right. It is pretty lonely because, like, you have little being around you all the time, um, you know, and that help them and care for them and it would be nice to have an adult conversation to break that up right maybe someone else to get a glass of water when you don't feel like getting out of bed whatever you know like it just starts to get a little lonely and I'm thinking it's been a little over eight years since I I dated my ex who was garbage right and I think I might be like approaching like I knew at the beginning of this year that I wasn't ready mm-hmm. um but uh yeah tomorrow
if I'm not, you know, naturally like attracting anybody, that must mean that I'm just not ready. You know, I'm just yeah. not in a good place for it right now. And, uh, you know, but now I'm kind of feeling like I want it, kind of starting to put myself out there a little bit more. Uh, you know, not, not so afraid to get hurt. Yeah. And I think that's what it boils down to for me is that like, when I feel super guarded and, and, and fearful, like I don't open up. I won't, you know, I won't put myself out there. I don't take rejection well in a good mental space for it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm feeling so, you know, now I'm like, okay, like if somebody doesn't like me back, that's fine. I think I'm still willing to start putting myself out there a little bit more. All right. Uh, just feeling a little, a little more brave. You'll have to keep us updated on the pro- the process on how that's going. Yeah, we'll see how it flows. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's my hesitation with finding a new a new guy is, like I said, I have my friends around here when they, you know, things have been busy and we haven't been seeing each other and all of that, but I don't really want a relationship. And so it's like, it's hard to find somebody who you can spend time with and do things with that doesn't want to eventually date or be in a relationship. And I just yeah, haven't, I, mean, I just haven't had the emotional energy to expend and going through all that, like talking to people and sorting through that and being like, that's not what I want. Like, so I've just been doing nothing instead. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I kind of have a, I have a friend here I work with who like we, have sort of a pseudo relationship we don't you know nothing romantic but we spend a lot of time together and communicate you know daily and it's kind of it, that's been kind of nice um but i think it's, it's also just making me realize that i, I do want more mm-hmm. well you guys heard okay. it you guys heard it if anyone's interested it fully know but you know again the kicker is that i need someone who's good enough for me and that sounds a little arrogant but at the same time i I know my worth now, and I don't think I always have in the past. Right. And so I, and I know what I'm worth now. I, uh, you know, I'm just not going to settle for someone who's like, well, I'm just not going to settle, period. Right. Well, you need to be on the same page and in the same place, you know, have the same goals. Otherwise, it just becomes conflict. That's pointless, you know, and life's too short to deal with that. No, it is. And uh, I just, I'm happy on my own. So, like, I don't really, it's just not a priority, but, you know, I do want it, but I just don't need it. You know, there's a big difference. Oh, I don't think it's healthy to need it. No, that's called codependency. Yeah. And I don't think I ever mastered not being codependent until recently. So now I'm like, okay, I think I can maintain my independence and be in a relationship. Maybe this is the the time where I finally figure out how to have a relationship, you know, because I actually like myself. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I hope you I hope you find somebody that you can have a lot of fun with. I think it'll be great. All right, well let's go let's go live our lives. You know, I just hope everybody has a uh, a positive, wonderful week, and uh, you know, celebrate your victories uh, loudly and proudly. And share we'll them with us if you enough. want. Share them with us yes, if you please. want. You can contact us, and we'd be we'd be happy to celebrate with you. Yes, please share share your good news. You can contact the podcast at brokebrokenpodcast at gmail.com. The Broken Broken Podcast can be found online at www.brokebrokenpodcast.com, on Twitter at brokebrokenshow, on Instagram and Facebook at brokebrokenpodcast can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube.